Yeah. I think it'll sound good. So right now, so just say a few more things. Testing one, two. Yeah, test. Um, below deck, below <laughs> zero, below deck. Below. Exactly. What up, what up, what up? I see it differently, nation. Rise up. We're back. We got a big one today. Yes, we are super excited for our guest today. So if you have been listening, you heard what I'm calling, I think I created the name Sandwich Gate. Yeah. Um, You know. Taking the internet by storm. (laughs) You know, we're big. um, Culinary committee or culinary communities divided. Well, you know, we're big sandwich fans. Uh, we put we put the information out there, um, and you, I see differently. Nation brought it straight to the top, and so we were so excited to have Amy on. Amy, um, owner of Sando Shack. So welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, guys. I'm so excited to be here, honestly, and settle some debates. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Well, yeah, you're going to have to be the deciding vote because there's marriage there's a lot tension. Of t- yes, there's, yeah, there's, there's a lot of tension between yeah, us still about it. <laughs> simmering for weeks. Um, but yeah. be- before we get into the details of Sando, though, um, we have a few questions we always ask our guests. You know, we're so pro St. Louis on this podcast. So first, we'll start mm-hmm. with what is something unique to you about St. Louis? Um, to me, so a little background really quick. So I, I'm actually originally from Chesterfield. I grew up in with the okay. high school in Chesterfield. Uh-huh. Um, my husband, Dan, he's also, he's the co-owner of Sando Shack with me. Um, he's from Chicago. So he's actually never been to St. Louis before. Um, so after Chesterfield, I did move away to Chicago and then Seattle. And then I just got back, um, to St. Louis last July. So the biggest thing that I would say I love about St. Louis, and this is, I'm, I'm confidently going to say this after going to Chicago and Seattle for a little bit, is um, the kindness and authentic way that people talk to you and greet you. Um, I think that people here are just more genuine. I'm not sure if it's that Southern hospitality kind of thing, but um, it's, it's just more of a vibe that when people do see you in the elevator or down the street, it seems like they're like, Hey, how are you? Um, instead of just minding their own business kind of thing. And I, I know, I mean, I don't know, like to me, I saw a big difference when I was in Seattle that, um, not a lot of people are as friendly. So I think the, the Midwest Southern type of mindset here of the people. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We were, we were yeah. listeners aggressively nodding. Uh, yeah. I, I agree. I, so I've lived, I lived around to, um, went to college in Boston for a couple of years, came back, uh, finished college in Illinois and would, um, university of Illinois. We go to Chicago a lot. Yes. We're nice people here. <laughs> my friends from, yeah. my friends from Boston came to visit we're me. Way nicer than them. we could be me to be nicer than the people in boston oh my gosh yes boston's aggressive but no but they but we came in town and uh they were waiting in the airport and they said someone came on the mic and was like if you lost your fluffy alligator pillow we have it here like at the gate and they're and they were just like um so yes i mean um again st louis has some some of its Famous hospitality. Deeper rooted issues, but we, oh yeah, Yeah. I I do not think that you can deny. We're not perfect, but we're friendly about it. Yeah, yeah, smile to your face. And then also. Plastic 
oh sorry i was just gonna say like a really classic elevator example right like when i was living in seattle like you go into the elevator and it's like nobody makes eye contact you kind of do your own thing you hit the floor and then it's like whatever here i remember like first moving i'm we like i said we moved in july right and then i live in like a condo apartment unit that does have an elevator so i get in and like someone's like hi how are you and i'm like me i'm like um i mean isn't isn't that the thing killing you in the pandemic wearing the mask and you can't give a smile you can't just be like oh hey because like that's what you're used to (laughs) yeah we have a couple uber drivers who are a little too friendly some would say oh my gosh you love it you do sometimes love it oh my gosh um sometimes i'm also i'm also gonna throw a little shade uh your husband's way does it bother you when people from chicago are like i've never been to st louis it's like we are not that far away Take the drive, guys. Take a, <laughs> take a minute to explore. No. <laughs> She's like, nah. First of all, like, I love St. Louis because it's my hometown. But, like, I have people being like, is St. Louis in Minnesota? What? Like, I don't It's like really, four states yeah, away. Like, okay, well, to be real, yeah, like, Chicago, maybe that's not an excuse. But people in Seattle have been like, Oh, are you moving to Montana? Oh, or like, yeah. Where well, don't get me started on Seattle. Yeah, the coast, the coast, the coast, the coast. We get no respect. No, so I don't get offended because I think a lot of people that say they're from Chicago aren't really from Chicago. That's they're from true. the birds of yep. Chicago. So, like, they probably don't really leave Illinois, and then the furthest that they have gone is Chicago. I mean, oh. when you so, live out past like I eighty. The city of Chicago is more than an hour away. So oh, imagine wow. like getting to, exactly. you know, St. Louis is. <sighs> exactly. You, o- you opened a new door. That's some extra shade. The yeah. whole, are you really from Chicago? <laughs> oh, thing. That's, a big, that's a big, that's a big <laughs> thing. I kind of like spent a lot of time in Chicago. And then I do remember that the huge thing that people would be so offended about. They're like, if you're not from Chicago. Don't say you're from Chicago. <laughs> oh like yeah. That. Oh yeah. From the yeah. birds. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Next question. What's your favorite pizza topping? Pizza topping? Yeah. You guys, we're going to start some, some oh. more debates. Uh-oh. I was just arguing about this with somebody on the internet. Um, <laughs> I love pineapple. Oh, no, my God. No, oh, my no. gosh. Oh, my yes goodness. No. I knew she was going to say it. I was like, there's no way. There's no other, there's no other topping that I think uh, would make us be a little bit like, what? Uh, black olive. <laughs> but that would just be like, you have terrible taste buds. But this is like, I like pineapple. Just, oh, come on. Oh. Here's the thing, though. Like, my whole thing was like, why do people get so personally offended? <laughs> this was the argument. I think it was a meme or something like that. They were like, Oh, when you hear, when someone tells you that they like pineapple on pizza, it's like you're calling their mom something, something, something. And I'm like, that's so true. Like, I just like this freaking topping. Let me live. Amy, <laughs> let me, let me ask you a question though. If you were ordering pizza from a, for a group, if you were going to a party, going to a trivia, would you get pineapple and you'd say, F it, I like it. Who cares if anyone else likes it? And I'm dropping this pizza for the group of pineapple <laughs> on it. She's making, uh... I'm not that selfish. Okay, like, probably... good. That's, that's, that's fine for us then. Yeah, I'm invited to your next party, I guess. Yes, you can You can come because we had a friend who did that and I was just so offended at okay. her selfishness. And, uh, honestly, honestly, Zach gets into the specifics on this pot. I yeah. was not going to throw in it like that, but yes, at the end of the day, we think, not not our cup of tea, but the group take is when you're ordering for a group, you got to go classics, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can't okay. come in. You can't come in with the pineapple. Yeah, if you want your own creepy, savory, sweet mashup when you're home alone, that's your business. But 
secretly eat it in the corner of right, the yeah. van. Yeah, I'll yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Final, yeah. final. Um, okay. Final, final two introductory questions. First one is Britney Spears being held against her will. Uh huh. What's the question? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Of course. Exactly. Exactly. Um, call back, call back listeners to the Britney episode. And then, uh, do you oh. think Top Chef should come to St. Louis, which I'm sure you have a lot of thoughts on this, given that they have been to Seattle yep. and they have their next episode. I heard they filmed in the in bubbles Portland. in Portland. So mm-hmm. do you think Top Chef should come to St. Louis? I mean, of course, but Thank here's you. the thing. Like I'm okay. not okay. really, I'm not a chef. Dan is my, my husband, Dan. He's actually the one that cooks all the food for Sando Shack. Um, and uh, we do have another restaurant opening actually in the city. So he's going to be doing all the culinary stuff there too. So like, I'm not from the culinary background, but I do, you know, like I will consider myself like, I love food. I'm a foodie kind of thing. But yeah, I think that like one of the things that I was surprised about when I moved back to St. Louis is that the culinary culture is developing in St. Louis. Oh, oh yeah. It's not as, yeah. Yeah. It's not as advanced. Of course, as like the West coast and Seattle, Portland has some great spots too. Um, so like, I think we could get there. Like, of yes. course, that would be awesome. Um, maybe we'll just keep going and see if it happens because I think it's on the rise. Yes, agree. We'll send you our petition. Yes, sign our <laughs> petition. Just for the listeners, bring Top Chef to St. Louis. It's been in Kentucky. It's been in Boston, all these other cities that aren't known for their culinary excellence who are smaller and not as well, good not, as well, us. Well, not smaller. Well, some of them are smaller. Some okay. of them are not. You know, Boston <laughs> isn't, but like Kentucky's yeah. <laughs> smaller. Charleston's smaller. So St. Louis fits right in. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Boom. Okay. okay. So we- Got the culinary professionals on So we got to know. So we're big, like, I mean, sandwiches are, are sacred in this household. Love a good sandwich. Um, our actually wedding food- was sandwiches. Uh, oh, no. Yes. That was the entree. We, yeah. were, we, uh, we were sitting down and like going. Subway? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Got we got some $5 foot around. logs. Really, really not that expensive. $5, yeah, $5. Get those party trays. Yep. <laughs> got to cut it up. Yeah, exactly. got a little piece of Italian BMT. Yeah. Got a little piece of cold cut combo. You were tuna fish. You were getting it all. But, um, but so, we're very, so we're very fascinated with this. But so what made you all... Uh, like what, what led to opening Sando Shack? Um, what was the thought process? Yeah. Just give us all, all the tea on this. Yeah. Um, I'll bring Dan in for this oh, yeah. a little bit. He's coming, uh, in and out, but basically the question is how did Sando Shack, um, start? Um, I'll give a little background and then I'll give Dan the floor a little bit, but, um, so, um, I, Dan and I moved from Seattle, right? So, like, when we were in Seattle, we loved the food culture there. So, we felt like it was really diverse. Um, There's a lot of Asian-inspired culinary ideas and creative ideas out there. So, one of the things that we got to experience were, like, Japanese food and Japanese sandwiches. Um, And then, so, you know, Sandwich is really funny because, like, we moved back to St. Louis. Like I said earlier, we're starting another restaurant at the city foundry. Um, so when we were in Seattle, we like fell in love with poke. That's another thing we fell in love with. Yes. And so we were like, okay, we want to bring poke to the Midwest because we didn't really see that there were that many places yet for um, poke shops in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So we kind of 
kept waiting for the city foundry to open with COVID and their construction and things like that. Um, and meanwhile, while we were waiting, um, Dan, he was like, you know, um, we really like uh, Japanese-style sandwiches. Like, that's a, uh, that's like a cool thing that um, we don't we haven't seen yet in St. Louis. And it could be a really fun thing to try out. And, yeah, whatever you want to add. That's basically it. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, and then I just started experiment, like experimenting with different types of sandwiches and you know, like like katsu burgers or like like our sweet spicy chicken uh, katsu, our our original, our pork belly and egg, our shrimp with egg, and you know, like anything that comes to mind that would be good with the sando, you know. So then also sides uh, like our uh, Japanese potato salad. That yeah, really good. Oh, that's so good. That's really good. And now this week we're doing the different type of fries. We're doing nori fries, uh, takarashi fries. Yeah, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta sign up for this. I saw this. Yeah, on that the sounds Instagram. so good. So I gotta yeah, get in yeah. On this. And we're also doing curry fries too. So the curry ones are my favorite. Yeah, yeah. curry ones are pretty good. So yeah, yeah. So I think that overall, just like while we were waiting to see what the next step is with City Foundry, we were just like, well, what can we bring to St. Louis that we really loved in the West Coast, um, and we can try to do our little our own little spin to it and see how this market takes it. So um, that's how it really started. And then Dan started developing his recipes and then we just, um, we just went with it. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like people like it. So yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. So like what you were saying, Dan, that was going to be my next question. Japanese sandwich. So this is, I mean, this is our first, I guess, Japanese sandwich. So what does that mean? I'm thinking it relates to the flavors. Like, so for those who haven't had your food yet, what does katsu mean? And just, yeah, give us more of that. Like what makes it a Japanese sandwich and what are those flavors? Yeah. So katsu can mean like one of like different, like fried or cutlet or something like that. And, um, and then also we finally got our hands on some shokofen Japanese milk bread. It was very difficult to find that here um, because it, like compared to Seattle, where you could go to a local grocery store, they have it on every shelf. Yeah. Compared to here, people are like, "What are you talking about?" So, um, I finally met somebody that was able to make several loaves or ten loaves a week for me, and you know, I'm still trying to get more, but you know, that's another thing that goes into the Japanese culture is the uh, Japanese milk bread, the shokokan. So that you know, I, I try to put that on everything as much as possible, but sometimes supply and demand you know it contradicts things so and then, mayo, is mayo is one um you know i brine my uh my chicken mm-hmm. like for about three four hours and then i bread it with panko crumbs um flour and egg so and then you know the tagarashi that's the japanese seven spice that's spicy you know so and then also um you know, just exploring new, like, different types of flavors and meats and everything like that and, and, and try to stick with the Japanese as much as possible because, obviously, we are a Japanese-inspired concept, so. Yeah. So, with that, with that, be, with yeah. that being said, let's let's get into it. I'm here. I'm glad you're here for it, Dan, because when we looked at your menu, um, we both were like, let's go for the thing that is most unique to Sando and the most different. And so, we went with... Uh, the shrimp and the egg salad, egg salad the special. sandwich. Yeah. Yes, but but is what is the proper name for for it? Is that what it's just called, the shrimp it's and egg salad? Mago. I'm sorry, like repeat the that. E-B- E-B- oh. E-B-I. 
and uh, tamago, like tamago's egg. So um, it's yeah, it's just a mixture. I, I I've seen it before, and I've had it before, and I'm like, wow, this is really good. Mm-hmm. So, well, so yeah, yeah. So it we went. Really so we went with that. Um, quick throwback for anyone who hasn't listened to the episode. So we're eating the sandwiches. It's also like two thirty in the afternoon. I haven't eaten yet, so let's put it out there. That, that is not. That has nothing like to do with this. That has nothing to do with this. That has nothing to do with this. Go ahead. So that needs eating, to be known. That has nothing to do with this. So we're eating the sandwiches. Um, I had eaten kind of a later luncheon thing, so um, I had half my sandwich left, and I said, Zach. You can eat this half because I'm getting full. And he had already kind of tossed his container my way. So as I'm handing it off to him, I say, um, heads up, though, I noticed that yours is completely empty. And I find that interesting that you have eaten the shrimp tails. Um, and so there, there, Didn't even know they were there. there chaos ensues because then he, he proceeds to think, well, they would not put anything on a sandwich that I'm not supposed to eat. I, I, proceed I, to, I proceed to say, I think they knew you're not a moron and would not eat something that you normally don't eat. Um, and then we go back and forth on this debate, oh, what he thinks is a sandwich. Real back and I, forth. I mean, I, I'll say it. I called him a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they are doing what their culture does with sandwiches. <laughs> Why do you think that they need to adhere their sandwich standard to you? Um, and then... Amy being way too generous in my opinion, then it's like, it's okay, Zach. Like you're nothing's going to go wrong with you. And I'm like, do not, do not lower your standards because this man (laughs) (laughs) can't pause for a second on what he eats. So we, we got to know thought process between the shrimp. Tell Zach, you don't think he's a full bigot, but he needs to get himself together. And yeah, like just fill us in on this. Yes. Okay, I have a lot of this because I did listen to the podcast episode of when you guys ate this, and um, it was really heated. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It's it's not called. Let's we, just we say there are some there are the some divorce lawyers who were <laughs> creeping around the comments because they they could send some chum in the water, we do, but we, we, yeah, it's not called. Yeah, I see it the same. Not <laughs> to debate, uh, cause divorce. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, not yeah, to exactly. debate. Okay, my one question for Zach is, have you ever had shrimp tempura sushi rolls? Oh, my gosh. This was the first example he gave. He's like, what is something else? Were they? And I literally was like, when you get a sushi shrimp tempura roll, you get to that end piece and you eat, bite, and you don't. I was my, that was my first example. I have. Okay. And I've not eaten the shrimp tail. Because, yeah. Uh Because it's, you shouldn't, obviously. <laughs> so I don't like that is a real knock in my, in my opinion. Yes. Uh, it's definitely a personal preference. So I heard your episode and it like Zach's opinion is like, if it's on a sandwich, <laughs> then it's edible. Right. So I kind of agree with that. Like if it's, <laughs> if it's, it's edible, but here's another thing. Like it's, it's not, you can eat the shrimp tail. So actually in Asian culture, especially with the katsu tempura style, it's fried enough that you can eat the shrimp tails, but it's just personal preference. When I have a shrimp tempura roll, I don't eat the shrimp tails, but I have friends that love shrimp tails and they just actually eat the shrimp tails and it's enough because it's fried enough that it's edible. So like, listen, when Dan was making this shrimp sandwich, he wasn't like lazy and he was just like, I don't, off good luck people bye you know 
we really do strategically leave the shrimp tails on just because in a lot of Asian culture foods and cuisines, um, when you do order something, it does come out whole. So the head stays on, the tail stays on, the feet stay on. And, you know, in Asian culture, it's very uh, prevalent to eat the entire meal in its whole entity. And we don't really take a lot of things off. So it does get weird sometimes. Okay. Like, I mean, shrimp is easy, but like I, I've gotten in situations like when we order something with my family and I have friends that like don't really understand. Like, oh man, the head is on or the feet's on. Like, that's gross. And it's like, well, I mean, it's just a cultural difference, you know, but um, it's a preference. So you don't have to eat the shrimp tail, but it is edible because it's deep fried enough. Um, but one of the things is like we did want to leave the shrimp tails on because it is, at the end of the day, a Japanese sandwich, right? So it's fusion. So it's like, yeah, we have the bread um, and other ingredients, but uh, we wanted to leave the shrimp tails on because it's something that... So what you're saying is that... Oh, my gosh. I <laughs> did even make a mistake by eating the shrimp tail. That's a personal preference. You could... If you told that it was a personal preference, I was like, good for you. You man. know what? You were ahead of the... I take back all my points. I, I made my decision. I stick here, with take, it. Okay. And it was delicious. Here's one so, thing. Here's one thing. I didn't even realize I ate shrimp tail. Here's one thing. I, and, and, I'm, and, and we are going to put a picture up from the listeners because for anyone who still cannot grasp, I just want to also be known that how the shrimp is placed is also such that Zach's like, I didn't even know. It's very clear. And so the next, the next off Mike debate we got into was I was like, you also just could have stopped eating. Like, okay, because- first of all, that's never going to happen. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's also Stop very, eating. It's also no. very clear how you're eating the sandwich that it's like you said, like you said with the, with the sushi roll, it's like on the yeah. edge, on the end where like, if you didn't want it. It was into pieces. It was like the bread ended. Yeah, it was outside the bread that I think back on it. First of all, that bread, uh, uh, Dan, I appreciate your point because I thought that bread was awesome. Oh my gosh, everything was so, Um, so good. I'm like salivating thinking about the sandwich. The shrimp tail was probably off it and I just thought that if it was whatever, I just thought I should eat it or didn't think about it, I guess is probably a more accurate statement. But now that I know that I could have eaten it and that this whole debate is just me being judged for my preference for shit tail. You know, that's funny that you say that because how I, that's funny you say that because how I see it now is that you could have easily seen the shrimp tails. It was not the case that you had no idea. And so I'm glad that we had to have this third party come in for you to acknowledge how the shrimp tails were on the outside of the bread. Yeah, they that's were on the that's what I need this for. So I also the consider myself winning this debate. Yeah, see, <laughs> now you got, now, now we're no, why we know we're here for. But here's another <laughs> thing though. This, this sparks more debate because actually today, before doing this, this uh, podcast episode with you guys, I went on our Instagram and I, I did a poll and I actually asked the question to our customers being like, did you guys like the shrimp tail on or off? And I'm sad because a lot of them said off. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Don't, 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 don't let the haters. No, no, not haters. haters, Don't, don't trust those, um, what do I say? Culturally ignorant. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And like, at the end of the day, like, Dan's going to do what he wants to do in the kitchen. So, yeah. um, but I personally think they're really cute on them. And, you know, That's I just good. know when it's happening, 
back. So, um, so, that. so Dan, next time you make a shrimp sandwich, will there be shrimp tails on or off the uh, sandwich? I don't know yet. Okay. Ooh, like, maybe. Let's, let's see how the poll, the poll hasn't yeah, ended yet, right? So, okay. Either way, I'm eating them because it's my choice. So, <laughs> obviously, now we know. Um, I know, you know, it's funny what you also say about the, the heads and the, and the, and the feet. Um, cause this was something else I brought up to him as well. Cause again, we have become big top chef fans and there was, um, someone, I think he was from Seattle. What is his name? Gregory. Anyway, from Portland. Yeah. Oh, 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 but anyway, there was someone more recently who was cooking a dish and yeah, it was the entire fish, fish that yeah. like showed up on there. And so that's like a Haitian dish. So that was again another thing I brought up is I was like, that is sometimes what happens in these cultures and in their food and get with it. But okay, mm-hmm. I'll let it I'll let it. Preference. He's good. But honestly, yeah. that's also really interesting though, what you say about um how you can coat or um fry something enough to make it more edible too. So that's something, I mean, again, we're learning yeah. here too and learning these things. Yeah. I'm still probably They're not so, going to go down that path, but it's, what were you saying? Yeah. I said it's so deep fried that it's just, it's, it's so it's crunchy and crispy and soft, you know, that it's edible. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So, so now that we've had this, uh, this murderous fight, Do you feel better Chris? feel better oh yeah oh i feel better because at the end of the day he was coming in saying um oh i didn't even know they're on there and as it as if this was like a po' boy and so yes i feel better because i'm glad that he finally said now that i think about it yeah now no, that i think about I, it I, so yeah no i know i, 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 I'm I, feel, so, I guess yeah. i knew they so were all great oh i know you know but <laughs> <laughs> oh i know you know anyway it was delicious uh-huh that's all we need to know i'm glad yeah, I, I'm really, really glad that we did this because here's another thing. If the shrimp tails were never on it, we would have never met. And this podcast would have never true. happened. Wouldn't That's have um, had a little education lesson. Yep. I think. Education. Our listeners would be worse off. All dozen or so people are going to download this episode would be worse off. <laughs> Don't act like that. Uh, There's more than okay. that. Okay. Uh, All our Instagram people see it, our story back and forth. We got a new follower, a great picture taker, uh, Baden yeah, STL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wouldn't be in the fray. Like, yeah. Let's shout out to him real quick. He's a great supporter. He actually came that day, um, the pop-up that you guys came at for the shrimp tattoo, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Sandos, and he did a little video of us making them. And um, so, yeah, he's he's great. He's a, a, like a food blogger around town, and he's really supportive. Shout out to him. Yes, ba- Baden STL. Baden STL on Instagram, and we'll Braden. be Braden. Excuse me. Oh gosh. And we'll be we'll be uh, we'll be throwing out some some Instagrams. Oh again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and photo credit to him because yeah. we because we he's got to put out. I got to put his other photo out there that shows the sandwich. Um, before before we wrap this up though, um, that leads us to like you said, food bloggers. Um, I, we're not to that level. I don't even know if that we're foodie level because I feel like saying foodie denotes a level of exclusivity that we do not have. We will eat all the things. Yep. Um, if, talk, if foodies <laughs> like Taco Bell, they're like, yeah, we're yeah, foodies. Um, sure. But that but that does mean that we have a question. I her, I, sorry, I listened to your podcast with Allie, which I love, I love her too. Like I met her uh, a few times. Yes. She uh-huh. She's awesome. Um, shout out to her too. But um, I listened to your episode and I think I heard you ask that question. Like you consider yourself a foodie and I feel like, Foodie definition to me is like I just really like food and okay. I love exploring. 
And then I, I spend 37 minutes talking about food. <laughs> that is classified, man. Like, okay. we're, we're there. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. This we open need, playing yeah. field of the foodie okay. title, we're reclaiming it for anyone. You can like all different kinds of foods. But that's, now we got a new cause. Thank, thank you, Amy. Thank you for that throwback. Because yeah, like foodie I, revolution. I didn't know if I was there, but but yes, um, love love Allie. So I, I eat in St. Louis. She has a great blog, and her taste, which she was posting, is why I reached out to have her on. So we have to ask you, what are your top sandwich? and or restaurants in St. Louis, uh, top three or four. We got it. We got to know what those are before we wrap this up. Okay. So I do remember Zach was like, this might be a question that we asked you. And I remember being like, don't ask me this because yep. I don't she know. She did say that. Oh, oh my gosh. You didn't <laughs> say I remember that. it right now. <laughs> kind of hung her out to dry on a few of just, these. Just like you did. <laughs> just like you didn't remember love, the shrimp. I love the, the impromptuness. Um, <laughs> I can, like, I, um so okay pizza from union loafers oh wow I really, oof, oof. Really, yes yes yeah great, and great it was really hard to get, so maybe that's why like yeah, yeah. i just the exclusivity place, around it for sure uh, and what are your favorite places in st louis so far um oh have you guys been the kitchen house they have like oof. really good it's right by our house sandwich. yeah oh really mm-hmm. yeah. nice neighborhood mm-hmm. oh thank yeah. you we feel like we're getting it. a little foodie mecca. Yes. Yeah, so we walk down there often and I, Oh yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. So we're kitchen house, I get, I get a little nice little bagel morning bagel sandwich there and little Fox pick up my wine there. And those, uh, Nuja croquettes at little Fox. Oh, oh Very good. get that. They're so good. Yeah, so I had a uh, bond me that was really good. Anyway. Dan said he really likes Falcon Treat Box. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So good. Oh, the Bon Mini shop in uh, the Dalmar Blue area. Yes. He's really good. Um, let's see. Pho, I would say probably Full Long. Full Long, yeah. On Grand Street. Yeah. yeah that place Very good. good. Very good. Um, and, um, I don't know. I feel like I had a list in my head because I knew. One. Oh yeah, pasta. You guys like sandwiches, so that pastaria deli and wine place. Yeah, we haven't been to the. Uh, we've been to the restaurant pastaria, but we haven't been since they opened the deli offshoot or so, what have you. So. Yeah, so the de- so the deli yeah. is a newer uh, in COVID like spinoff thing that they they've added, and so we definitely want to go there. Um, it's sometimes which is we we someone called me this once a a neighbor um, and so it's really bad because sometimes we don't get to places like that because it's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm passing up a lot of also high-quality sandwich places for that drive. But, yes, we need to put that up next on our list, getting the, those sandwiches for sure. Definitely. I have so many places on my list that I'm, like, trying to go through. And then every time the Monday happens and then it's Friday and then I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> I just go to the you gotta sometimes well zach knows this about me i get to a point in my hunger that it's like do i try something new or i just do i just need to know i'm gonna yep it's gonna be good satisfied yeah, yeah. so yeah. we live uh, um sentai have you ever had that uh place it's sentai. like a thai restaurant oh yeah sentai we get i oh, used yeah. to work well i still work for the company but i used to work on wash ave and that was one of our favorite lunch spots and we still get it doordash yes. or whatever yeah so that's like my place that you're what you're saying Kristen is like I'm always like oh I want to explore and like go drive and find new places but um Sentai is right down right underneath our building actually oh, wow. so then I'm just like okay. you know what Sentai is. so like it's 
quick, easy, and it's good. You got yeah. some good food places right by you because you have uh, like High Point Burgers and uh, yeah, there's a that's a nice little food corner. Your Sugar, Sugar Fire, Fire. yeah, yeah. Mizu. Sauce on the side, yeah. Mizu is. I heard it's good. I haven't been. We've been to uh, been. Fork and Sticks, which we love. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what what is that fork and stick? Yeah, fork that's and, in it's the, the same people oh. who own uh, Mizu. Mizu. Oh, it's their original restaurant. It's really good. Yeah. Um. There's also that. What's that calzone place? Sauce on the side. Cut out my list for the record. You know, I feel like this happens. I have a list, and then when I'm asked the question, I'm like. Oh, no. <laughs> um. So knowing that we're in that same boat. I, it's always a gamble, but if you're like, oh, Kristen, I, I do want sushi, I do want Thai, but what are other places? You can definitely shoot us a text now, and, and I can say, like, yeah. no, I don't think you can go yeah. wrong there, or I can say, like, uh, it's up and down. Don't don't risk it. <laughs> yeah. I'm always, we're always looking for recommendations. That's why, I, I like, honestly, besides our own stuff going on with the restaurants, like, on weekdays when we're free, we're just trying to be out there and support other local businesses too. Yeah. Yes. That's when, when, when I do not feel like cooking, that's why I will remind myself. It's like, I'm supporting local. (laughs) Right. When I I don't feel like cooking, which is ever what? No, I always say that like my bank account. And then I'm like, no, we had to support local. (laughs) I know. Um, it's the least we could do. So do you want, uh, do you guys want to quick tell us about the place you're opening in the city foundry? And then, uh, Oh, I was, gonna, Oh, what else yeah. do we yeah. have? No, that's okay. it. Yeah. Tell us about that place. And then, yeah, we'll bring it on home. Cool. Um, so in the city foundry, if you know a little about it, they're, um, they're doing this whole entire development area. So there's going to be like a theater. There's going to be a beer hall. There's a, there's a beer garden. Well, a grocery store, a bowling alley, all this stuff. But um, in the midst of it all, it, there's also a food hall that they're constructing yeah. and opening. Um, so we are going to be a food stall that's going to be in the food hall. I think there's like maybe 10 to 12 stalls. Um, so right now I think it's half filled. Um, we signed with the City Foundry, honestly, like years ago when we were in Seattle. Even. Oh my gosh. Um, wow. Yeah, I was working in Seattle and then like, you know, like I said, Dan's always been in the culinary industry. So like he was like looking for opportunities um, if we move back here. Right. So we sign. Um, basically, we're going to do poke. Mm. And it's going to be like basically make your own poke bowls. Um, we'll have the rice and the salad mix. And then um, fresh fish and fresh shrimp. What are the other ingredients? Um, <laughs> tuna. Uh, chicken breast. Chicken breast, stuff like that. Um, yeah. be like me, Mastago, you know, yeah, stuff that goes in Pokeballs. So, yeah, so one thing though, like, I hope this isn't this wasn't what we were thinking, and um, this is you're getting fresh information, uh-huh. but I think we're gonna bring maybe like one or two of the Sandos too, um, to the Poke restaurant, okay. okay. I- We'll see. Yeah, now it's on the record. We gotta bring it in. Oh no, I I I highly recommend it. <laughs> I would be a fan of it, and I'm excited to try this katsu burger. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he will. You will see him Sunday, Sunday for yeah. the katsu burger oh, for okay. sure. I gotta yeah put my order in. I I keep procrastinating, but I it looks so good on your picture. I gotta give it a shot. You're 
we always do a taste test, obviously, and like, oof, it was so good. Oh my gosh! And then you, and, well, and you had me with all these fries. Oh yeah. yeah. So we will, we will, you will see us Sunday. You'll see us at the Foundry. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So Hi. so, you want to? Oh wait, I was gonna say, do you want to? So shout out all the people. Okay. So all the people we have to shout out. In, uh, Ali at Aida in St. Louis, friend of the pod, a uh, friend of yours. So follow her at Braden, I believe, STL, STL. Yep. who has sent us some great pictures and is now a uh, follow of ours on Instagram. A friend of your guys, follow them at Sando Shack. Yeah. That's the handle, right, Amy? Yep. Uh, Sando Shack STL. Sando Shack STL. Some scrumptious, to quote Mary Berry, uh, looking <laughs> photos uh, that will get you a um, your mouth watering, and then you can follow us at I see it differently pod at the sack artist 76 on Twitter. I see it differently at Facebook. Download, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, rate, review, buy sandwiches, buy poke, do all of the things you need to do to support local business. Yes, thank you again. Thank you, Amy and Dan, for your time. And yeah, let's all get some good thank sandwiches. You guys. Thank you guys thank so you. much.